Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Cindy Brummett. She won the Intercollegiate Singles Championship Women's Title in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She's a junior, or was a junior, I should say, at Wichita State University. She's a member of Team USA and also was chosen as the Bowler of the Year by the College Coaches Association. Sydney Timberg and Coach Casey of Klempkin here, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. All right. Well, you bowl collegiately at Wichita State. You're a shocker, one of the many shockers we've had on the show. But there's always a reason, because you guys always bowl so doggone good. So you won the Intercollegiate Singles Championship recently in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's talk about that and, you know, talk about were you throwing the ball well leading up to the event and, and really when did, you know, when did things really come together for you? Um, I was throwing the ball all right before the event. Um, I mostly just like to work on versatility skills. You can't really change a ton in your physical game a week before you go. So I just worked on making sure that um, I could move around the lane with different hand positions, ball speeds, and all that fun jazz. And it, and it seemed like you had a decent amount of help there from, from Coach Lewis, who was, uh, who was behind you, and you guys were talking strategy a lot. I know during the show and stuff, I was right there. And uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that. What was the, uh, the show experience like for you, and uh, what do you think gave you the advantage that allowed you to, to win that title? Well, I mean, yeah, I talk a lot with Coach L. I wouldn't say it's strategy. Um, we talked a lot of just about what's randomly going on inside my head. Um, I tend to just see what's going on in the lanes and spit that out at him and he'll just help me work through it. Um, so he's very helpful with that. I like to say he's my sounding board. I just throw my ideas at him and he helps me work through them. When it comes to the show and being prepared for the show, uh, we were on TV last year with the team. So I had that experience from the collegiate side, but in high school, we also had, like, this little TV thing we did for the state final. So it wasn't my first time. I just really wanted to, to go out and bowl, and that's it. Ignore the lights. Ignore the people. I'm very thankful for the experience but um, to be on TV, but for me, it was, it was just bowling. How would you say your game has changed from high school to where it is now as uh, entering your senior year coming up here in the fall? Oh, it's so different. Um, <laughs> I used to um, really just like to hook the lane. I like, um, I grew up around a lot of boys um, who just kind of wheeled on the ball growing up, and I wanted to be like them. And then I, I came to Wichita. Um, I started to throw the ball faster, learn more versatility skills, and um, hone in on what the lane was asking for rather than what I wanted to do. Now, what do you, you have a couple big tournaments coming up here as well pretty soon, I believe. You had the, uh, the, the U.S. Uh, Queens is coming up, USBC Women's Championships is coming up. You had a pretty good, I don't know if last year was your first time bowling the Queens, but you had a good performance last year in the Queens, did you not? Yes, I made it, I think it was the, I made it to the third round of match play, I believe. I lost to Sandra Anderson, I believe, in the third round mm. of match play. And, and what's it like bowling against uh, some of the top PWBA pros? I mean, i got to imagine 
some of them maybe were your idols growing up and now you're bowling on the lanes right next to them. What's that, what's that like? Uh, it was definitely a transition. I spent um, a lot of time talking to um, Coach V, uh, Gordon Vatican, about just how to, you know, switch my mind from, okay, these are my idols, they're people I look up to, to now I'm their peer and I, I want to play against them. Um, spent a lot of time talking to him about that. But to be honest, it's just I'm not even playing them. I'm just I'm playing the lane. That's really all that matters. Yeah, so talk about what it's like being a uh, – you were also chosen this year as the, the Bowler of the Year by the uh, Co- College Coaches Association, which is a, an award last year you were the runner-up for. So talk about what it means to win an award like that and have the other coaches from the other teams really recognize you as, you know, the MVP of, you know, Bowler of the Year for, you know, for, at Wichita State. It's definitely cool. I mean, I, I've told a lot of people uh, I don't go to our team practices every day saying I want to win, you know, the MVP or the bowler of the year. I go to practice hoping to get a little better that day, get to know my teammates, and to work towards winning the Helmer Cup. And if one of myself or one of my teammates wins the player of the year or the MVP, that's on all of us because we all put work into each other every day. So how exactly, you know, we have a lot of young listeners on the show and a lot of them are going through, you know, bowling in, in high school and trying to, you know, decide what they're going to do uh, once they graduate, whether they're going to bowl in college or maybe try competing in, in uh, the professional ranks right out of high school or so. What went through your mind and how did you decide, like, hey, number one, college bowling is the right thing for me. And then number two, how did you pick Wichita State? I initially wanted to go to medical school. So... When I was choosing a college, to be honest, I, I chose the one where I felt I was going to get my uh, prerequisites for medical school done and where I was going to win national championships. Um, I, I wanted to bowl. It's all, it's all I want to do. Um, at this point, I, I struggle to make sure I'm going to go to nursing school sometimes because I just want to bowl. I just want to travel the world, world and bowl. So... Um, for me, college bowling was an easy transition. I, I started going to the camps at Wichita State at the age of 12 and really got to know Coach L and Coach B and fell in love with the programs and the university and the people and the culture, the atmosphere. Um, I visited a lot of other schools as well, and they were all fantastic, to be honest, but Wichita State had my heart, and it was just the place for me. I'm a big learner. I like to understand the game. I'm a student of the game. I want to know everything about it that I can. So Wichita State was the best place possible for that. So we hit on that you're going to be bowling the Queens and the USBC, the Women's Open Championship also down in Baton Rouge. But you're also going to be trying your hand at some of the PWBA events. So talk about what you're doing and which of the events folks maybe see you at and what you're doing to prepare for those. It sounds like you worked on your versatility, so that should be a good thing. But talk about what else you're doing to prepare for the PWBA events. Yeah, I'll be bowling the Queens the Wichita Open, the Detroit Open, the Lucy Doubles, and the U.S. Open. Uh, for me, the regular tour stops are a little different, like the Wichita and the Detroit. They're more of a sprint than they are a marathon, unlike the majors. Uh, I got my feet wet with those last year, bowled okay, not as well as I would have liked. So uh, for me, I missed transition last year at the regular tour stop, so I just need to stay on top of that a little bit better. Um, at the majors, it's all about just watching lane transition and keeping the ball in front of you for the most part um, and make the cuts, really. 
that's all it is um, for me. Once you yeah, once you make the cuts, that's that's kind of like a new phase then, right? Then you then you can worry about making the show, but you got to make the cut first. Exactly. I feel like you can't get in front of yourself. Like if you walk in day one to the Women's U.S. Open and you say, "I want to make the TV show," well, you haven't even thrown the first ball yet. So to me, it's it's take it one one ball at a time, one frame at a time, and just let things fall into place as they be. And and if you're prepared and if you follow lane transition correctly and make your spares, then you'll probably win. Honestly, I mean things like that. You just gotta take it day by day and, and not get ahead of yourself. So Sydney, when you were growing up as a young girl, who was one of your favorite bowlers that you you watched on the women's tour? And uh, someone maybe you tried to mimic your game after, if you could say. Oh, I loved Kelly Hewlett growing up. I was always the little girl who wanted to beat all the boys. So when she beat Chris at the TOC, my heart was so happy. Um, I always looked up to her, definitely. Does Does Chris know that, then? Does Chris Barnes know he that? He does. He does, yeah. <laughs> I'll rub it in, too, next time we chat. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Sydney, final question I have for you, um, and it's going to be related to Team USA. Now, you were a junior Team USA member for, for several years, and now you're an adult Team USA member. So what does it mean to you to be a member of Team USA, and what do you uh, recommend for any other young players who are aspiring to be on Team USA one year? Oh, what does it mean? It means the world. Um, for the longest time, I went to practice, and I – I said to my parents, you know, I'm going to make Junior Team USA. Like, it's just what I'm going to do. Um, there's there's no other option. Um, I want to represent the United States the only way that bowlers can at this point. So, went to make Junior Team uh, my first year at Team USA Trials, and I'm super blessed to have been chosen and have that opportunity. And then to travel and go to Panama with the team was the best experience I've ever had. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, to make the adult team is even cooler just because, you know, I did look up to the women who are on that team. So now it's like, okay, I have earned the right to be on this team because you don't, you don't make the team unless you've earned it. So I'm just very blessed to wear the red, white, and blue. And I, I actually have a, I'm staring at a flag on my wall right now um, that I got when I made team the first time. So I'm just, I'm very blessed to be able to look at this every day and, um, to know that these women are my teammates and to have that family behind me. In regards to, like, advice I would give to people who want to make team, um, my advice would be to remind yourself every day um, that you are going to make the team. Like, I, when I came to Wichita State, uh, one of the things that we do very heavily are called affirmations, and it's just basically something that you tell yourself to um, become what you want to be. So every day in my planner, for example, before I won the, the IFCs in my planner, it said, I'm the 2017 intercollegiate singles champion. Um, just to remind myself every day that that was the situation. And I did the same thing with junior team and team USA. Um, it's just a way of being and it's how you hold yourself. And if you truly believe it, it can happen. So what is in your bag? We saw you were using, you're, you love, you're in love with that phase two, but what else in the Storm and Roto Grip line are you throwing and, and what are you seeing? You know, what, what, is it, what, what are the balls that you're liking right now? I know a lot of people are really excited about the, the, the re-release of the Marvel Pearl, 
which uh, I'm caught me in as one of those people as well, and I'm sure Steve is. But what are you? Um, what are you throwing, and what's in your bag right now? Oh yeah, I'm in love with the face too. I go through those like some candy. Um, actually, I'm drawing a new one for the queens as well. I go through IQ Tours like it's my job. That's just a great ball to have in your bag at all times. Works on everything. It seems like uh, I absolutely adore the pitch black. I think I'm I'm one of the few women who love to throw urethane. I'll throw it on whatever you'll let me. The lane man will let me, I suppose. Um, I also really like the Alpha Crux. I get to throw the Sherlock pretty soon. I'm excited about that. But mostly I throw the Phase 2 in the IQ Tour a lot, to be honest. Just work my versatility skills from there. I tend to like to see balls flip over my hand. I have a lot of axis rotation. So I need balls that calm that down a little bit. And that's that's kind of what I'm hearing too with those, like we mentioned in those three balls, the one similarity, they, although they're quite different from each other, the one similar thing you do have in those is that they're they're fairly um, smooth or controllable off the spot more so than a ball like a uh, Timeless or Code Black. Or... Well, yeah, exactly. But actually the Code Black is really good for me too. I threw some surface on it um, at the ITCs. Um, for the Helmer Cup, and it looked phenomenal. I absolutely love it. It, it doesn't flip over for me too early, um, like I've seen with some other big ASIMs, and I just absolutely adore the Code Black. It sees the mid lane just the right just the right place when the fronts are starting to go. So I really like that one a lot, too. That's definitely in my college bag. All right. Well, Sydney Brummett, want to thank you for joining us on the Above 180 Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. Thank you for being with us, and all the best of luck in your all your summer bowling and then your final year as a Shocker. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.